The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. everyone and welcome into At The Oki, SCNZ's premier dart show with Ben Francis through till 9 o'clock every fortnight thanks to our incredible sponsors, The Dart Depot. The Dart Depot, it's all about the dart. We get to talk all things dart and we have another cracking show coming up for you. In about 15 minutes time we'll be joined by Jamie Rolling Roberts to discuss some of the Big kind of talking points in local darts as well as some of the PDC stuff as well. And just after 9.30, our special guest, we will be joined by the bully boy, Michael Smith. And if you have any questions for him, fire them through on our text line, double eight double three. But first, it has been such a full-on fortnight in darts since our last show. As you remember, we previewed the Premier League final, uh, myself and Colin Lloyd, just a matter of hours before it took place. And we both made the pick that Johnny Clayton was going to win, and that did not happen, unfortunately. But there has been lots going on in the darting scene around Europe and, of course, New Zealand. So let's recap what you may have missed. Michael Van Gerwen was crowned Premier League champion for the sixth time in his career as he beat Joe Cullen 11-10 in a thrilling final. Cullen had one dart to win the match but missed and Van Gerwen pounced, hitting double 14 to win the title for the first time since 2019. Here is how that final played out. Took out this 68 to go 9-8 up. Can Joe Cullen... Take out the 68 to win the title. The answer is no. Michael Van Gerwen wants double 14. And Michael Van Gerwen gets double 14. Joe Cullen will be absolutely devastated. He had one dart at double 16 to become Premier League champion. But it's magnificent. Who masters the Premier League for the sixth time? And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment we've all been waiting for, and we crown our winner, receiving the incredible trophy, two hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds plus thirty thousand pounds win bonus, and for the sixth time in his career. We crown him the Kazoo Premier League champion, mighty Michael Van 
Immediately after that, we had two Players' Championship events with Michael Smith winning one and the other going to Scott Williams, who doesn't even hold a PDC Tour card. He's hoping for Aspinall not to take this out. Double 12. He's had a mixed relationship with this double in this game. And double 60. six is not there. You can't say he hasn't had chances to turn this around, Nathan. Williams has missed five darts for the match already. Make it six. Game shot and the match. But Williams wins. And a non-pro player wins on the Pro Tour. Scott Williams, the first man to win a PDC Pro Tour title without a Tour card since Christoph Ratajski. And he's gone on to win multiple times. Williams has beaten a man who's won multiple times in a final. It's uh, Today I probably didn't deserve it, um, but at the same time, every single game I've kind of done enough to win every single game. Uh, Johnny Johnny was tough, obviously I was playing knife. But when it comes to the players in the top ten, I'll give them a good game. Anyone else, I seem to struggle, but uh, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so pleased. I can't, I can't believe it. <laughs> Those were the immediate thoughts there of Scott Williams after winning his maiden PDC title. It's very rare for someone who does not hold a PDC tour card to win a PDC Players' Championship title, but it has been done before, And but it is, like I say, it is very, very rare. You actually get lots of guys who actually hold tour cards and don't even win titles, so that, that just shows you the true extremeness of what happened there. And for those that don't understand, they're thinking, why did Scott Williams get to play? If he doesn't have a tour card, what happens is when players have tour cards and players championship events and they don't want to enter, they usually take the next highest ranking player available, usually from the challenge tour. Sometimes they'll allow international players. For example, Hopai Puha competed in one event earlier this year where he faced Raymond Van Barneveld. Immediately after the Players' Championship, though, it was World Cup of Darts time, and the New Zealand team of Ben Robb and Warren Perry put up a very strong fight against the Swiss. Then they faced the Northern Irish in the second round, unfortunately losing that matchup there. But it wasn't all doom and gloom, though, as our mates across the pond, the Aussies, with Damon Hetter and Simon Whitlock, they won the World Cup of Darts Beating the team of Wales that featured Gerwin Price and Johnny Clayton 3-1 and erasing the painful memories of 10 years ago in 2012 in that sudden death thriller. Australia lost to England that day. They've had so many opportunities to win the World Cup again and now finally they got over the hurdle to win their maiden World Cup. Have a listen to how it all played out. Just keeping the same rhythm. That's what he's doing. I like this. That is the dart. Damon Hatter beats Johnny Clayton. And that is the dart that captures the World Cup of Darts for Australia. Now it's time to crown our winners. Receiving their gold medals. The magnificent trophy and for the very first time in their career. They are crowned the Kazoo World Cup champions, ladies and gentlemen, Team Australia! The Heat, Damon Hecker, and the winner, Simon Whitlock! 
And on SENZ last week, we were fortunate enough to be joined by Damon Hedder himself. Here is a bit of his interview with Ricardo Ball on Extra Time. Yeah, I think um, it's yeah, like any tournament. I think it's uh, unexpectedly expected. You expect to try and win some games, but mm. unexpectedly, you win the whole lot. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I definitely pinched myself. Especially, we had, uh, felt like an up and down tournament, but we just, you know, we, uh, we grinded the first few games out, and then on the Sunday, we yeah, we just come through and, and turned up, and and I'm so happy that like I got to turn up as well. So. Yeah, and especially with the Wiz, just with all the experience and knowledge that he's got. Um, yeah, I'm just happy that he finally got over the line from the heartbreak 10 years ago. Yeah, well, fantastic for him, mate. I mean, I don't know if you've heard anything. I mean, you know, we've seen it before when, uh, I don't know, the Kangaroos have won a Rugby League World Cup or the Wallabies have won a Rugby Union World Cup or, you know, uh, the maybe the Socceroos are qualified for a, for a World Cup. There, there might be a ticker tape parade. Have you heard? What, what are they planning for when you boys get home? Oh, <laughs> I'm not too sure about that, mate. Um, yeah, I, I'll just be happy to see my family there. Uh, that would that. Yeah, that would just mean the world. So anything else above that would just probably be a bonus. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, you do live in the UK now, I know. Uh, to, just doing what you do for a job, it's a lot easier to be based there than it is to be based back in Oz. But you are coming home, and you're playing uh, two PDC tournaments in July in Australia and then one in New Zealand in August as well. Uh, what do you think the win at World Cup level will do for the, for for your sport uh, back home and have you have you sort of had any discussions with I don't, I don't know the governing body or anybody else that you've seen a sort of a groundswell of people all of a sudden running out and buying darts and heading down to the pub? Yeah, I think uh, that World Series. Um, it was pretty much I think it's like nearly all sold out anyway. But as soon as we won that, apparently like within no time. Tickets were yeah were really flying um, and and plus just the just the uh, attention that we're getting with all the media and the news and yeah I think it can only it can only build that it's getting that recognition of you know we we are serious about our darts and uh, and we can make a career out of it like even from the other side of the world the only you know what I mean we're making the sacrifices now like Simon myself and uh, uh, Gigi a couple of, another and the you know the New Zealand boys they're, they're getting on board now and coming giving it a crack so hopefully you know a few of them can come over and and make a career of it. And, and I think all this sacrifice now will be good for the, the future of darts over in the Oceania region. How big a couch do you have if, if the big rig, uh, Ben Roberts, is, is crashing on your couch from time to time? Oh, the rig, eh? Man, he's going to eat me out of house and home. He's not coming to stay at my place. <laughs> uh. Then it was time for the Dutch Masters, the latest event on the World Series schedule. And there were upsets galore in the opening rounds, but it was Belgium Dimitri Vandenberg who came out on top as he beat Dirk van Dijdenbode 8-5 in the final. He's improved his average round on round. He's at least matched, if not bettered, his margin of victory round on round. He has got better and better and better. And who knows how good he could get. Because he's a couple of darts away from doubling up in the dam after winning in Copenhagen. He can be the Dutch darts master right now. And the brilliant Belgian goes back 
back-to-back. It does not matter what the crowd did. It does not matter what anybody did. He is swept aside. Four Dutch players, one after another here in Amsterdam. That there adds to the World Series event Dimitri won two weeks ago at the Nordic Darts Masters. Finally, on the PDC circuit, there were four Women's World Series events over the weekend, which saw a few different winners, and they also managed to confirm the eight players who will be competing in the inaugural Women's World Match Play at the famous Blackpool Winter Gardens. And there is a 25000 prize fund on offer, with the winner also qualifying for the Grand Slam of Darts. The local events now and over the weekend was New Zealand's third ranking event of the year for the New Zealand Darts Council with the South Island Masters. Despite literally just coming off a plane, Ben Robb beat Hopai Puha to win the men's singles, with Nicole Renault whitewashing Desi Mercer to win her second title of the year. As you can hear, that is lots and lots going on in the world of darts over the last two weeks, and that's just a handful. Coming up after the break here on At The Yockey, proudly brought to you by The Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SNZ to bring you the very best in darts. We're going to continue talking some of the big talking points in local and international darts with Jamie Rolling-Roberts. Yes, you're listening to At The Yockey here on SNZ, brought to you by The Dart Depot. The Dart Depot, it is all about the darts. And before the break, we were discussing lots of you know big talking points in the world of darts in the last couple of weeks, and uh, decided I'd get someone on to help me talk about these. And no better man, I think, out there than Jamie Rolling Roberts. Jamie, how are you, mate? Yeah, Benny. Thanks for uh, having us on, mate. Doing doing well. Yeah, <laughs> lots to talk about. It's uh, been really exciting uh, last couple of weeks. Obviously, lots have happened, and uh, I thought you put it out there really well for everyone tonight, mate. It was great. Oh, thank you. But one thing I did not put in there, and it's something that's pretty close to you know to, to where you're based up in Birkenhead, and I thought I have to say this because otherwise I'm just going to get bombarded with messages with, with, from a particular someone going, "You didn't mention this," but I believe in one man from your from your local club has has joined the 170 club. Yeah, look, big shout out to uh, Keegan uh, O'Sullivan. He um, we don't get too many at the club, but he managed to smash in a uh, 170 for the Vikings uh, a few Saturdays ago. So he uh, did it in style as well. He had his uh, stripy shirt on, which um, sometimes I've squinted him at it. But, um, mate, he's, uh, he's just gone up there and done it. Well done, Keith. Yeah. Well, that that, that uh, shirt's given me a bit of nightmares because they actually walloped me in it one day. So it's uh, got a, <laughs> gives me a bit of nightmares. Uh, but sticking with the local topic, mate, over the weekend, the South Island Masters, we had, you know, Ben Robb beat Hopai Puha down there. And it kind of got yeah. me thinking, I was looking at lots of the, the results, especially this year, and the majority of the finals, and there was even one in uh, at Birkenhead where, where Ben and Hopai That's played. Right. And I was almost kind of thinking, yeah. is, is this a bit of a, uh, is this a real sort of rivalry starting in terms of a great New Zealand sporting rivalry? We've got two great blokes off off the hockey, but two absolute yeah. warriors on the hockey. Yeah, 100%. Like, it, it, it feels real, like, uh, local, right? Everyone's got that feeling of when, um, you know, the two, two big players or the people that are there at the tournament, um, you know, we're all hopeful that they're uh, sometimes, you know, they're going to be on different sides in the draw. You can kind of see it happening. And, um, yeah, the boys, 
thankfully we've we've had that at Birkin Head where we uh, made that happen. Unfortunately, I lost to Hopi and uh, my good mate Vinny lost to Ben on the other side because uh, that's our normal rivalry is for the for the me and Vinny. And so we all can it's real relatable no matter what level you're at. And uh, to see it happening um, on the stage for for us Kiwis now, it's just really awesome. You know, it's, it's super dark and. Uh, They've both been, um, you know, getting at each other, um, both beating each other this year as well. And uh, it's, it's really cool, man. Yeah. Well, exactly. You kind of love seeing that in sport. You love seeing, like, the tit for tat, the continual battles, even if it is just kind of like two guys and they're always going at it. And, you know, you're not comparing it to Magic Bird, but it's almost kind of like a similar thing like that where you just got two guys that are just always going to give it give it their best. They're always going to be in that later stage. And it, the rivalry talk kind of got me thinking. I was kind of thinking, you know, how good would it to to see this kind of rivalry kind of broadcast in a way? Because I, I think this is going to be one for years to come, as long as both guys, you know, stay over here and, you know, don't crack it over in Europe, which both of them are definitely more than capable. But you've got, you got, you got Ben, you've got Hopi. Yeah. You got Warren yep. Perry, and you think it was quite a yep. lots of the other guys. You know, Mark Cleaver, yeah, another well, one. Um, what I what I loved, like what what running sort of online darts did, did to help me understand the talent that's out there, Benny. Is um, there's so many um, hidden gems out there. Like you've got your Johnny Carters in the South Island, Jimmy Samuels out there as well. Guys that are really really capable at playing at the level and uh, have, have beaten them as well. So. Look, man, like that—that's a good segue into this chat about you know some sort of Premier League that the the New Zealand community needs to needs to have, uh, whether that be like an eighteen man or a sixteen man tournament, just something like that on um you know on display uh, would would be really really you know amazing. But just to clear, it's really hard. You know, I'm I'm myself going on some DPNZ events this year, first time travelling to the uh, the South Island, sorry. And um, it, it, unless you, you know, the logistics behind it, you really have to plan ahead. And um, that's something I've, I've always loved doing as well. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to have any part of that as well. Yeah, Exactly. It would be awesome to be part of, but it's even just trying to get some of these opportunities on the TV. And it would even be like, yeah. say, say, for example, like we have the World Championship uh, Top 16 playoff televised. Yeah. Uh, you know, they do it, they did it for the US Starts Masters, how the eight qualifiers were, they all then kind of did a knockout comp and the winner got to go, yeah. it was won the ticket to Ali Pally. So it'd be good to kind of see something like that here where we can, I think it would also, it would help showcase darts in New Zealand, but it also, it's another little experience for these guys uh, to get to be on on the stage, and we've just had a text in here, and uh, someone's asking, "Is Ben not on the show anymore?" Ben is still very much part of the show, but he's been a very busy man, and I decided I'd give him the night off tonight because he's only just gotten back from Germany. Uh, so I thought I was I messaged him before. I was like, "Mate, I'll be kind to you. You can have the week off, but you better be back here in two <laughs> weeks, mate." Yeah, and uh, he's, uh, he needs to get that family time back in. So. Sure. Oh, he needs to build up those brownie points again. That's uh, he's he's what he use what he use quite a few of, of late. And looking at some of the events that have gone on in the PDC, mate. You know, what were your thoughts on the, on the World Cup of Darts? I think that's probably been the, the big event in, ter- in terms of the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that was. Um, it's always special watching everyone represent their, their country. Uh, the mindset that those kind of players it, it, it does look different to when they're just getting up up stage. There's a bit more passion behind it. Uh, ben and Ben and Wazzy, you know, they did fantastic for for the Kiwis. They did really well. They took some really good opportunities when they needed. Um, and I I thought the best players won. You know, Samo and um, 
and the Wizards. Uh, they just played super, you know. They they almost hit that ten data early on, and um, just just outclassed everyone. Eh? They were, they were just great that whole tournament. Did you ever? Did you get a feeling yourself that that the Aussies were going to get over the line? I, I was kind of watching, and we kind of reached that last state, and I thought. I quite, I quite fancy them, but I didn't have the confidence to, you know, go go put a cheeky tenor on them. But it kind of had a feeling yeah. that maybe this was going to be their time. Yeah, definitely. Like they just connected so well. The other pick I had was Noppet and um, DVD. You know, those guys were gelling really well together without the pressure of MVD on your team as well. Um, just getting the job done when they needed to. Um, but it wasn't wasn't to be for them. So yeah. And of course, over here, mate, we play quite a bit of pairs, uh, quite quite a lot of pairs darts. Would you like to see the World Cup stay as just a pairs tournament, or do you quite enjoy the singles element to it? Yeah, it would. I, I, I don't. I, it's it's a hard one, right? Like it's um, for me, I, I feel like it's a really a great tournament. You know, a lot of people get behind it. It's real. Everyone's passionate about it. Um, there's no use, uh, you know. There's no harm in, in trying these things, but yeah, look, it probably just needs to go through a bit more feedback and stuff like that first. I, I do. I quite like the sudden death, you know, the thought of travelling kilometres for a, you know, like a one-game shootout, and then it, you know, goes into singles. It's um, there's that part about it as well because you're on that stage carrying your mate that's in the back room as well. And um, like it, it just changes the game completely and, and helps build these players up, I feel. You know, that's a very good point, actually. It, the, the singles element to it definitely does have some form of excitement to it. But I think, you know, I think people do get really excited about those pairs games as well. It's, you know, you get quite a few yeah. tournaments where it's just kind of a unique event. And, you know, I think, as I say, kind of down here, we play quite a lot of pairs, but in terms of seeing it on the TV and the fact you're actually representing your country as well as opposed to yeah. yourself individually. I know guys down, look, based down in this part of the world, they would always represent their country, but at, at that whole World Cup definitely has that different kind of element to it and you really see all, all the countries really, you know, rep their country and it's it's really good to see. Yeah, 100%. No, it's, it's great, yeah. And, uh, mate, you were telling me that uh, you're off to the Club Nationals next week in, in Hornby and you've got 12 players going down. That's quite quite exciting for you guys. Yeah, it's the first time um, our club's uh, going away for Nationals, so really, really looking forward to that. You know, we've had to do our own planning. Simon uh, is always on the ball with, with that stuff. Um, but it's really good, you know, to take 12 guys away for the first time to represent the club. Uh, it's something really, really special for us. Um, and we've got a couple of youth players as well with um, Thomas and James. So it's just going to be exciting. You know, I went and watched um, it last year when it was held up in Auckland. That was that was awesome to watch, you know, real, real vibrance around everyone. And, um, yeah, we can't wait to be a part of it. Yeah, it'll be really exciting. And, of course, you guys are hosting the Dart Players New Zealand uh, events. Is it five and six later this year? Yeah. And but before, yeah, so twenty fourth, yeah, twenty fourth, twenty fifth of September, yeah. But before that, you've uh, just in that kind of announced in the last couple of weeks, and you put the information out on your Facebook page today about uh, the Birkenhead Winter Open. Yeah, so that's that's exciting for us. We've finally landed a day um, for our Winter Open, which is going to be Sunday, the fourth of September. So get your entries in, guys. Normally there's about sixty uh, entries, and um, there's limited spots as well. Um, 
yeah, get your names into Simon. But we're really excited about that. Of course, the last autumn open was when we had been in hopes uh, to battle it out in the final. And um, last year I came runner-up in the Winter Open, lost, losing to uh, Mark Cleaver in the final. So, you know, go the admin. Hopefully I can go one further. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be, I think it would be great for you, mate. But I was hoping to get, hoping, I, I'm hoping to go one better as well and actually win a game. So I, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. expectations aren't as high. So, but we'll, we'll give it a crack and it should be lots of fun. So, uh, Jamie, thank you very much for your time, eh? And uh, we'll talk awesome. soon. Cheers, fam. That's Benny. See you, bud. That there was Jamie Roberts. Uh, he is a very good dart player based uh, in Auckland's North Shore and he's also the club president at the Birkenhead RSA. It's 29 away from 9 here on SENZ and coming up after the break we're going to be joined by the bully boy Michael Smith. It is 25 minutes away from 9 here on At The Oki on SENZ proudly brought to you by the Darts Depot. The Darts Depot it's all about the darts and of course in August the New Zealand Darts Masters will be taking place at the Globe Box Arena in Hamilton, and one man who will be down this uh, this part of the world for that is Michael Smith. Michael, how are you today? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, mate, I'm very good. I'm very, very good. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us here on at the Oki. Uh, what is it like being on? I guess the first thing is being on a on a darts radio show in New Zealand. It's mad. It's just it's weird because, like you're saying, it's nearly nine o'clock your time. I just finished doing the school and now I'm on the radio talking darts, so it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, mate, it's uh, it's it's a bit of a different one and catches quite a few of the guys off guard, especially talking uh, about darts on New Zealand radio. They think this is probably one of the last places you'd think uh, that this would be on air, but it's uh, great great to have you on. And just as I said then, you're coming back down uh, to New Zealand later this year. You excited for it? Yeah, I can't wait. Being back in the World Series and getting to travel back to New Zealand, it's what all the lads are playing for, especially only a select few get to go and to be one of them. It, feel, it feels mad to be back. Have you got any plans to uh, jump off the, the Sky Tower again? Nope, definitely not this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for those, for those that don't know, it was the first time you came down here, wasn't it? Gary Anderson said, I'll oh, donate some money. Was it to charity if you do a bungee off the, off the Sky Tower? Is that right? And then... Yeah, it was it was a bet. So he bet me two grand that I couldn't do it, and he was going to give it to charity. But if I didn't do it, I had to give it. And late late it was my first time, so I, was, I didn't think I had two grand to give away, so I had to do it. <laughs> it was just one of the one of the scariest things I've ever done. Yeah, mate, I, I, I've never done it. I live in Auckland, never done it, and I never plan on doing it. So I must, you know, I must give props uh, to you for that. And Michael, just we'll talk a bit about you know, away from from the dartboard at the moment. I know you're a, a, a massive rugby league fan. Uh, was it you follow, you follow you know your beloved St Helens? You know you you enjoying you know kind of following them and keeping an eye on them this year. Yeah, it's been it's it's been good apart from the Challenge Cup, obviously. But Saints have been the teams to beat for the last four years now under Justin Holbrook and now Christian Wolf. It's 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 been nice to see, and our town's loving it at the minute. I was reading up that is that your cousin plays for the England women's team. Is is that correct? Yeah, she plays for the, uh, England. She plays for St Helens as well. Uh, Paige Travis. She's one of the best around at the minute, and she's only young. Jeez, oh, you got got quite a big sporting family going on there. You know who who gets the most talk around the dinner table? 
Uh, probably me. <laughs> no, uh, no. She she's doing amazing at the minute, and she's she's gonna keep doing amazing for the next ten years, hopefully for Saints women and England, hopefully the World Cup coming up soon. And uh, speaking of the World Cup, mate, of course you just had the the World Cup of Darts. Uh, you guys reached the the semi-finals. Were you a bit disappointed not to to go all the way? Yeah, I was just putting too much pressure on myself, knowing that I had to win. If I won every game that I played, we'd win the title, but. Doesn't always work like that, and I just put that added pressure on myself that didn't need to be there. But you know what? It's it's over and done with now, and you get to look forward to the rest of the tournaments and get prepared right now. So, what what's uh, on the immediate look ahead agenda for you? Um, I've got a couple of pro tours coming up in two weeks, and then it'll be the match play then on the 16th of July finish that and then get ready to come to Australia and New Zealand then on the 7th of August I think I fly out with the kids Oh nice and uh, so you got, got the whole family coming down this time or? Yeah last time it was it killed me being away for three weeks and not like missing back home so this one I, I want to have a really good go at New Zealand and Australia so I brought the wife and kids with me so it kind of I've got the home feeling as well while I'm away. I won't get too homesick and lonely. Oh, that's nice. Have you got any uh, got any plans for while, whilst you're down here with the with the kids? Anywhere they they want to go in particular? Uh, we're gonna go watch the Titans. I think that's on the Sunday in Wollongong. Uh, I've been talking to Holbrook. He's gonna sort me out with tickets. And then I think it's just fishing, fishing and whatever when we're there. We got lots of great fishing spots here. Uh, unfortunately, I've never caught anything, so I can't help you uh, with that aspect. All I know is that you there are some nice uh, fishing spots here. But so you've got a couple of weeks off at the moment without any kind of you know real, real proper games. You know what what does Michael Smith do when he's got a, a little bit of time off? Just spend as much time as I can with the kids and the, and the wife. Look after me chickens and all my animals, and yeah, just try to be something else. Apart from darts, it's just darts is when I leave the house and go to like my mum and dad's place. But why I'm at home, it's just solely whatever the kids want to do, we do. You've got one uh, kid who's who's quite incredible with darts already at such a young age, right? Yeah, Junior is well. They're both mad on playing now, but Junior's really good. He's done like a couple of interviews with me for ITV back in England, and he hit a one eighty while he was on ITV. I do a filming him as well. <laughs> what what's his average? Do you know what his average is up to? Um, he plays in his bedroom on is it Naka that NZO one thing, and he's always around about sixties seventies, but he's playing like full length, full height, and he's I think he's only like four foot four, four foot five or thing. So he's getting there. Oh jeez, I wish I didn't ask now. I feel terrible. I'm two feet taller than him, and my average isn't as good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, you have, you've played quite a few people. Have you played quite a few people uh, from this part of the world on NACA? Yeah, especially in lockdown. I, play, I think the very first one I played, um, uh, who did I play? was it Warren, Warren Parry, I think, one of the first ones. Then I played Ben Robb and all them. So I've, I've played a lot of the New Zealand boys and they're getting better and all that. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what's your assessment of the, with the darts talent down here? Yeah, they say it's getting better. It's, it's certain because... It was always the certain same people on TV all the time. It's a Warren Parry and uh, is it Rob Zabo? He was always at the Worlds, and now you've got like Ben Rob. He's coming through, and he's going to be re- he's going to be a good player. And yeah, it's just it's just about getting with Naka as well. He was getting more time to practice against the likes of us on stuff online, 
And I don't know if darts is massive in New Zealand, but they're going to start making it bigger thing. Yeah, I, I, for, for, from my perspective, I feel like, you know, once we get a guy like Ben or even Hope I Puha, uh, they get one of the, the tour card and they're over in the UK regularly battling out. You know, that that's what it will take. And getting you guys coming down here for these World Series events is only going to really help that as well. Uh, and, you know, playing against people of your quality, you know, absolute best in the world and can just do it with, with, their, uh, with their eyes closed. It's just absolutely unreal. Yeah, it's different. Like you said, they've only got one tournament to showcase the darts on TV, and that's when we go to the World Series. So, if one of them, one or maybe two, can get the tour cards, yeah, hopefully it takes off because it's not only good for us or New Zealand, it's good for the PDC as well. Then to start taking a few more tours there and stuff, and we get to travel a lot better places than what we do at the minute. How would you say your form has been so far, or how would you describe your 2022? Um, I think it's been all right, I think. Uh, yeah, I made the World Final, the UK Open Final, and then I've been winning Pro Tours, Europeans. I won in the Madison Square Garden, so <laughs> at the minute I can't complain with it, because I could be on the radio now saying, yeah, I've been beat first round of every other tournament. But no, it's, at the minute it's going really well. How how have you learned to deal with? I, I know lots has always made about it that you've lost in lots of finals, but have have you learned over time to kind of deal with them a bit better? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, when I was playing Michael in the in the New York one, I just said to myself, "No, I can't be bothered now. It's doing me in, and I keep missing. Just you just got to hit it. Just stop being an idiot." <laughs> and luckily enough, that double thirteen for eighty one straight in, no questions asked. And yeah, I think. I need to start telling myself off more instead of going up to the board and thinking, well, I've got three darts, I can afford to miss two. When you miss two, that third one becomes a lot harder to hit than anything else. So it's just about just getting up there and just like, know what, kill it, smash it out and get on to the next one. So is there, is there any particular techniques you use to try work work on, on that aspect side of things? I don't think there is. It's like I've never been to a coach, like a psychology coach or like I've always wanted to do it myself, and it's just about um, repeatedly telling myself that no, I'm the best player in the world, and this and that. And it's up to you to believe it. If I don't, if I don't believe it, you won't believe it. Certainly, so I've just got to keep doing it over and over again, repeatedly and repetitively. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And what what kind of practice games does Michael Smith do? Does he just throw continually at the triple twenty, and or does he have any little practice games he does? Uh, for an hour, I'll just, like I said, just throw it triple 20. And then the second hour, I'll do um, 81 to 100 or 121 to 170 in six darts. And then I'll play like Invisible Man. So I'll play best of 19, 501. If I go over 15 darts, I'm 1 0 down. If I go under, obviously, 1 all. And then I'll do about 7 8 sets of that, best of 19. And then that's my practice done for the day then. All right, I'm going to make note of those. I'm going to give some of those a go because I, my game needs to improve drastically. Uh, Michael, <laughs> Michael, before you came on here, and this is why it needs to improve, we, we just got a dartboard up in the office recently, and what, I, what I've done is I had my three darts and I threw them at the board, and this was going to be a couple of uh, different sort of questions to get to know Michael. So each kind of number had a different representation, uh, but one of them landed on the floor, so that's what I mean in terms of I need to improve. <laughs> Uh, but got 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 a few questions here for just people that would like to get, get to know Michael better. We've got a couple of food questions and you know a bit of a couple of little personal ones. So I, as I hope I, it's all right if I ask these to you, uh, I haven't put you on the spot too much. 
But um, we've got a first question here is, uh, how do you like your steak done? Medium rare. Medium rare. That's, that's a very good start. Yeah. And uh, the, the one question which is always on people's lips is, uh, do you like pineapple on pizza? Nope, doesn't belong there. Doesn't belong <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally had this argument with my friend yesterday because <laughs> he was eating a pineapple pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you and I might not get along then. <laughs> <laughs> um, we touched on it before, but is rugby league your favourite sport outside of darts? Yeah, it's, being from Sterling, that's all you know is rugby league. And yes, yeah, you probably know it's one of the best sports in the world, better than football. Oh yeah, totally. We we like well myself. I know I absolutely love the rugby league. Uh, if I remember correctly, you have a Blues jersey as well. So do you much watch the the fifteen man code? Um, one of my relations bought me that while I was out in New Zealand, but no, I'm not massive into like the NRL or anything like that. I'm solely just English Super League. Uh, who who's your favourite uh, Super League player? Super League player, it's got to be James Warber. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a fantastic player. Uh, and last one from here is, what is your kind of secret talent away from darts? Sleeping. <laughs> I, I, I can sleep. <laughs> I, I literally have no talent whatsoever. I'm still struggling to find my talent at darts, but sleeping is my... So, are you one of these? Are you one of these people that would travel to New Zealand? We always know about the long travel distance and all that, and you would just sleep the entire way on the plane. Uh, I try, but with a kid, they won't be able to now because he won't let me to. But like, as soon as I get to the hotel, I don't leave the hotel. I literally, stay in bed for an hour long, and then I'll get up for the darts, play the darts, and go back to bed. I just lie and watch YouTube on my phone and just sleep. So. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's just incredible, mate. And uh, Michael, thank you very much. Thank you very, very much for your time today. Um, go enjoy your, uh, your your time to yourself with just dropping the kids off to school. And we'll see you down when you're down here in August. Of course, mate. Cheers. That there was Michael Smith. He is one of the highest ranked players in the PDC and he'll be down here for the New Zealand Darts Masters in August at the Globox Arena in Hamilton. Himself, Peter Wright, Gerwin Price, Michael Van Gerwen, James Wade, Johnny Clayton, Joe Cullen, Fallon Sherrick, Damon Hettis, Simon Whitlock among the players. We'll be back after a short break. It is six minutes away from nine o'clock here on At The Yockey. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot, it's all about the darts. And thank you for all your text messages throughout that Michael Smith interview. One from Greg saying, loved hearing from Michael. Can't wait to see him in New Zealand. Another one from Dave saying, Michael Smith will win the World Championship this year. He's making the call very early. Still lots of big tournaments to go before that takes place. And we've also had one from Sandy saying, loving the show, so I appreciate all your texts here. Another one just coming from Daniel. How can we get hold of a Michael Smith replica shirt? They should be on sale at the New Zealand Darts Masters in August. Otherwise, I suggest hitting up our great sponsors, the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SCNZ to bring you the very best in darts. And we'll just touch on before, we had another text in earlier asking, is Ben not part of the show anymore? Ben is still very much part of the show. Uh, Last Monday, he flew out, sorry, two Mondays ago, he flew out to Germany for the World Cup of Darts. Just got back on Friday and played a tournament over the weekend, so 
the thought would give him the day off, but uh, he is a wanted man here, and it'll be great to have him back next week. Uh, next show which will be in two weeks time coming up on the show also in a fortnight we'll also be speaking to Hopai Puha and we'll be getting another PDC player out of the UK thanks for listening into At The Oki here on SNZ my name is Ben Francis stick around as I'll be hosting your pre-game show ahead of the fifth and final day of the third test between the Black Caps and England from Headingley. Stay tuned for that. That will be up for you shortly. And at the Oki, we'll be back in two weeks' time.